You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. In today's episode, uh, we're going to do some buy low, sell high options as we do every Thursday. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, injury updates, uh, matchups, and DFS value plays for Wednesday. But first, in today's no hitter news, the Yankees' Corey Kluber. Uh, is the latest pitcher to record no-hitter after blanking the Texas Rangers uh, on Wednesday. Uh, he went nine innings, obviously no hits, only walked one uh, and struck out nine uh, in that 2 nothing win. And and really, this has been a, a nice resurgence uh, for Corey Kluber. Uh, his, you know, he'd been one of the best pitchers in baseball uh, from 2014 through 2018. So uh, it, it's not as though uh, he, he comes from nowhere. But he's also uh, coming off of two practically lost seasons. Uh, in 2019 and 2020, when he, he made a uh, a total of eight starts, pitched 36 and two thirds innings, uh, and and struggled, uh, and so uh, it was it was obviously a calculated uh, gamble when the Yankees uh, signed Kluber in the off season, and his start this season was a little rough, uh, but he has started to uh, come around. I mean, certainly the, the no hitter uh, is one sign of progress, but uh, Kluber Kluber been on a pretty decent run. Uh, since maybe about uh, his fourth start of the year. Uh, so, like, in his past six starts, he has a 2.03 ERA uh, and, you know, 38 strikeouts and 40 innings. Uh, we're getting, you know, closer to a, a high-end Corey Kluber. Uh, and, and you know, facing a Texas lineup that isn't great, uh, you end up with uh, these kinds of results. And, look, this is... Uh, this has become maybe the major story of Major League Baseball right now is that uh, no-hitters are becoming wildly common. We have six so far this season. Uh, a seventh, if you include Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning uh, no-hitter. And, uh, you know, some of it is uh, players players are not afraid to miss. Um, you know, when they're, when they're at the plate right now, uh, Major League Baseball hitters are hitting two thirty six. Um, last year, so a year ago, not that far back, 245. So that's a big drop uh, in one year. Uh, in 2000, uh, hitters were hitting 270. Uh, and so there's obviously much more contact uh, being made at that point. And, and uh, you know, we can look at strikeout rates. Uh, when I first started following baseball, late 70s, early 80s, uh, it was... And the average uh, strikeouts per game was uh, under five uh, per team, uh, and now it's nine point two, and so it, it's not quite double, but it's it's getting in that neighborhood, uh, and so it, it's a vastly different uh, game, uh, which that which and, and sort of the the offshoot of that is that this vastly different game uh, is resulting in in some of these uh, games that used to be rare and special and and almost like aberrations, uh, they're now becoming. Uh, all pretty much weekly events um, that we have six of them so far this season, and I we'll see how how the rest of the season plays out. But uh, I think there is, you know, some legitimate concern about uh, 
devaluing uh, a no hitter. And look, the, in the grand scheme of baseball, uh, the devaluing of a no hitter is not uh, is not a huge deal. Uh, but I think it it is not. Uh, you're not doing your sport any favors when you take this one thing that used to be really special uh, and turn it into something very common. Uh, so in any case, uh, some other takeaways from Wednesday starts. Uh, so we got the White Sox uh, in the afternoon. Lucas Giolito uh, delivered a, a great start. Went eight innings. You have two hits, three walks, one earned run, struck out 11 uh, in a 2-1 win at Minnesota. Giolito has not been, not been great early in the season and his ERA comes down to 4.35 after that start. Uh, it's progress, um, and and for the last little while we've been mentioning he's a pretty good buy low candidate because uh, uh, those overall numbers are still not uh, near uh, what Giolito can provide. Uh, but uh, that was a pretty good sign uh, at Minnesota when really the the only one who who could get him uh, for Minnesota was Nelson Cruz, who had a, uh, who had both their hits, uh, including a home run, and so he he basically provided any of the offense. Uh, in that game, uh, for San Diego, Joe Musgrove, uh, one of one of the uh, no hitter uh, pitchers this year, uh, went seven innings, gave up two hits, uh, no walks, no runs, struck out eleven in a three nothing win against Colorado. Musgrove has just been great. Has a two point four seven ERA. Uh, that's uh, that move has really paid off for San Diego. Uh, also in San Diego, shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. was four for four, had a double home run, two RBIs, stolen base uh, in that three nothing win against Colorado. Uh, that's. Uh, that's a little bit of everything, and, and Tatis showing you just uh, how great he can be uh, all, all in one game. Uh, San Francisco Giants starter Kevin Gosman went six innings, gave up just one hit, two walks, no runs, struck out eight in a 4 nothing win at Cincinnati. Gosman's ERA down to 1.66. Uh, he has been fantastic uh, for them, but we'll talk about him later. Uh, Giants catcher Buster Posey, three for five, uh, had three RBIs in a 4 nothing win uh, at Cincinnati. Posey's just been incredible. Uh, he's hitting 374 with 1108 OPS. Uh, just no, there was no reason to expect uh, Posey to hit this way uh, after he sat out the 2020 season. Uh, in 2019, he wasn't hitting nearly like this. This is uh, this is really better than Posey has ever hit uh, at, at any point uh, in his career. Uh, Miami uh, starting pitcher Trevor Rogers, the uh, the darling of the first week of waiver uh, waivers this year, uh, went seven to third innings, gave up five hits, two walks, one earned run, struck out eight in a three-one win at Philadelphia, lowers his ERA to 1.74. Uh, he's been fantastic uh, for the Marlins. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, left fielder Randy Arozarena was three for five with a couple of home runs. Drove in four and nine seven win at Baltimore as the Rays rallied uh, in that game. Now Arozarena only has six home runs on the season, uh, which is fine. That's not you know some terrible uh, number. We're, we're basically a quarter point of the season, so if you pro- prorate that out to twenty four home runs, that'd be all right. Um, it's, it's not the, uh, the Babe Ruth numbers that he was putting up in the playoffs last year, but, uh, and his OPS is now up to 791. He, he basically, he's been off to a bit of a slow start, but, uh, yesterday, yesterday's performance starts, uh, get him going in the right direction. Uh, Baltimore first baseman in that game, Trey Mancini is four for five. He also had two home runs and five RBIs. Uh, Mancini's up to nine home runs. He's hitting 273, has an 840 OPS. Pretty nice, uh, comeback season, uh, for Mancini, uh, Atlanta right fielder Ronald Acuna Jr. did hit his 13th home run, tying Shohei Otani for the Major League lead. Uh, Atlanta starting pitcher Charlie Morton went six innings, gave up two hits, no walks, one earned run, struck out eight in a 5-4 win against the Mets. Morton's ERA is down to 4.60. Still room uh, for that to fall. Uh, Boston center fielder Kike Hernandez, three for five with a home run, two runs scored in a 7-3 win at Toronto, well, at Dunedin. Uh, And Hernandez has five home runs this season, uh, hitting 254 with a 767 OPS. Uh, he's 
he still kind of puts himself into the fantasy discussion because he's versatile, can play multiple positions, uh, and and is adequate uh, offensively. Uh, Toronto second baseman Marcus Semyon, a little bit more than adequate. Uh, he's two for three with a home run, two RBIs, two walks uh, in that loss. Uh, to Boston. Semyon now has 10 home runs, hitting 280 with an 858 OPS. Uh, he's been all the Blue Jays could have asked for uh, when they signed him. Uh, now, on the other hand, Toronto starter Ross Stripling only went three and two thirds innings, gave up six earned runs. His ERA is now 7.20. Uh, it, it may be time to look for uh, alternatives. If you're if you're on Blue Jays Twitter, you know they're uh, they're they're uh, ready to have their prospects start making their appearance in the uh, in the major league rotation. Uh, Washington right fielder Juan Soto. Three for five with a home run, uh, fairly dramatic one down to one knee and, and crushed it off the uh, off the scoreboard in, in right field at uh, Wrigley uh, in a 4-3 win against the Cubs. Soto only has four home runs uh, so far this season, hitting 287 with an 833 OPS, which is respectable, uh, but Juan Soto is supposed to be much better than respectable. This is, uh, uh, so far, he's underachie- underachieved this season. Uh, St. Louis shortstop Tommy Edmond uh, was two for three, two runs scored, three RBIs, a stolen base, and a walk in an 8-5 win against Pittsburgh. Uh, now Edmond, he's hitting 281, only has a 7-11 OPS, so the overall uh, numbers aren't, aren't great. He does have eight stolen bases, and, and a guy who uh, can fill middle infield spot hitting 281 with eight stolen bases, that'll play. Uh, Houston first baseman Yuli Gurriel, four for five, two doubles, four RBIs, in uh, an 8-1 win at Oakland. Gurriel is off to a fantastic start, hitting 338 with a 984 OPS. Uh, Houston uh, starter in that game, Zach Greinke, went eight innings. He had four hits, no walks, one earned run, struck out eight uh, in that 8-1 win. Greinke's ERA is down to 3.77. Uh, at this stage of his career, uh, Greinke is you know maybe not quite Cy Young caliber, but he's still uh, a quality frontline pitcher. Uh, and one more, one more takeaway uh, is Logan Gilbert, uh, Seattle's, uh, they're hoping star rookie pitcher, uh, but uh, the initial results were not great. Uh, in his second start, went two and two thirds innings, gave up four hits, two walks, three earned runs, uh, and struck out two. Uh, pulled after after seventy four pitches in two and two thirds innings in a six two loss to Detroit. Uh, so through two starts, Gilbert has a nine point four five ERA. Now, you know, no need to to go into mass panic over this. Uh, at the same time. Uh, you can be cautious about uh, about adding Logan Gilbert because uh, it, it's one thing to, to struggle in uh, your early starts in the major leagues. It's also one thing to struggle uh, against a team like Detroit, uh, who would be at the bottom end uh, of the table. So uh, that, those are some uh, some takeaways from Wednesday's action. Uh, when we come back, we will look at buy low and sell high options. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone, so team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help lower your tax rate. Uh, For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. 
To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. And RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and really easy to navigate. Quickly, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. And they're the same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So now let's take a look at some buy-low uh, options. Uh, guys who, you know, you may be able to grab at uh, you, whether they're off the waiver wire or you're uh, acquiring and trade because uh, they might be undervalued. And so we'll start with Cincinnati's uh, shortstop and third baseman, Eugenio Suarez. Uh, he's still uh, hitting for power. He has eight home runs, 21 RBIs, has scored 20 runs. He's also hitting just 154 with a 174 batting average on balls in play. Uh, and, you know, Suarez, uh, maybe he's not a huge batting average uh uh, asset, uh, you don't you don't necessarily expect him to hit 300. You also don't expect him to hit 154, and and so uh, just the the odds on him hitting that low with a 174 batting average on balls and play through through the entire season, uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, so uh, if you if you you know swing a trade for him where you're kind of offering somebody help, uh, you're you're taking that 154 average off their hands. Uh, you, you might get uh, a reward uh, because it's basically due to come up. Uh, Atlanta first baseman, Freddie Freeman. I've mentioned him uh, already this season, but uh, we're going back to that well because, you know, Freeman was the top first baseman uh, in in pretty much every ranking coming into the season. Uh, and he's hitting only 227 now. He's, he's still filling the stat categories. Otherwise, 12 home runs, 28 RBIs, 26 runs scored. Uh, but he's only hitting 227 with a 202 batting average on balls in play. Uh, so if that batting average on balls in play comes around and Freeman's average uh, starts to go up, uh, you can expect that the rest of his numbers are still going to uh, be pretty solid too. Uh, Houston left fielder Kyle Tucker, uh, only hitting 225. He does have 10 home runs, 28 RBIs, uh, 28 runs scored, uh, but a 211 batting average on balls in play. And and now Tucker's average has been kind of moving in the right direction. So. Uh, Now's the time to get get in there before uh, before that 225 average is a 250 average, and then it's not not such a uh, uh, a need to get rid of. Uh, Arizona's uh, infielder Eduardo Escobar, who we talked about yesterday, is one of the most dropped players uh, in fantasy. Keep in mind, uh, he's only hitting 217, and that's why people are dropping him. His batting average on balls play is just 224. He hit his 10th home run uh, yesterday. He's got 30 RBIs, 23 runs scored. Well. You know there are definitely flaws there, and Escobar's batting average is is one of them. Uh, but with a .224 batting average on balls in play, it's pretty reasonable to expect that that batting average is going to get better. Uh, Colorado right fielder Charlie Blackman uh, only has two home runs. Uh, his home run fly ball uh, rate right now is 5.9 percent, which is really low, especially when his hard hit rate is 39.6 percent, which is pretty high. Uh, so uh, Blackman's two home runs, hitting .237. 
but we we've seen his track record, and yes, he's 34 years old, and you don't necessarily you're not going to hit hit at uh, peak levels forever. Uh, but I I would expect that uh, if you acquire Blackman now, uh, you're going to get better numbers uh, from him going forward. Uh, now some pitchers uh, that work as buy low options. Uh, the Red Sox, Eduardo Rodriguez. Now he's five and two, uh, but he has a 4.70 ERA. Uh, and uh, when you look at the underlying numbers, he's got 9.8 strikeouts per nine, which is pretty good. Uh, his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.22. That's really good. Uh, and he has a 366 batting average on balls in play, which is not likely to last. Uh, and so uh, you can look at Rodriguez, see the underlying numbers are pretty solid. Uh, maybe that 4.70 ERA is enough to uh, uh, to help you pry him away uh, from somebody else. Uh, San Francisco is Logan Webb, who has just landed on the injured list. So uh, you're really buying low, but keep him in mind uh, because while he's 3-3, three and three, has a 4.09 ERA, 9.6 strikeouts per nine, uh, that 4.09 ERA is still... Uh, significantly higher. His expected fielding independent pitching is 3.11, which is really great. Uh, and he has a 350 batting average on balls in play, which uh, that that should come down. Uh, and so, you know, we've seen plenty of San Francisco pitchers uh, having great value. Uh, we're going to we're going to get to some of them uh, later. Uh, but uh, Logan Webb might might be one you could catch. Uh, you know, st- still on his way down in terms of ERA and. Uh, in those numbers. Uh, now, uh, we're moving out of San Francisco, but to LA's Dylan Bundy, another guy who was uh, one of the most dropped uh, players over the past week. And look, he's 0-5 with a 6.02 ERA, so of course people are dropping him. Uh, at the same time, Bundy has 9.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, his expected fielding independent pitching is, three, is a 3.85, so you know it's not, it's not great uh, like the others, but it's still not bad. Uh, and the the real issue for Bundy is he can't strand base runners so far. He's got a 57.2 uh, strand rate, and uh, you just you don't expect that that's going to last uh, over the season. And so he's going to get uh, he's going to get uh, better luck with runners on base, and uh, he, he's surely going to win games at some point this year. Uh, so it, I, I don't necessarily think you should be paying any kind of uh, great price to get Dylan Bundy. Uh, but if the option's there to, to get him, uh, he, he does offer some upside. Uh, same goes for Mets uh, starter David Peterson, uh, who after last night is 1-3 with a 4.97 ERA, uh, but he has 10.9 strikeouts per nine, fielding, expected fielding independent pitching of 3.10, uh, strand rate of 63.4%. Those, those last couple are some pretty good indications that uh, Peterson's 4.97 ERA is inflated uh, and likely to come down. Uh, one more uh, pitcher to consider as a buy low option is Atlanta's Charlie Morton. Uh, Morton's two and two with a 4.60 ERA after uh, winning uh, yesterday. Uh, now the underlying numbers though are really strong: 10.4 strikeouts per nine, 3.46 expected fielding independent pitching. Uh, his strain rate is only 61.6 percent. And then so uh, you can look at Morton, Peterson, Bundy, uh, Webb, Rodriguez. They all have had varying levels of success uh, so far this season, but I think you can look at, at them and, and the odds are uh, they'll be even better moving forward. When we come back, we will look at the sell-high options as well as dig deep on the waiver wire, a few injury updates, uh, some matchups and DFS value plays uh, for Thursday. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, and that includes Major League Baseball, but also the NBA and the NHL. They're in their playoffs, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. 
Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now to some players you might want to consider selling high on, and this doesn't mean you know offload them for anything. This is about uh, maximizing your value. Uh, you, you've banked uh, some statistical uh, success so far this season, uh, but you you expect that they're not going to be able to continue uh, at this level uh, for the entire season. So you know maybe if you can if you can extract real value in trade, you consider uh, moving these players. So we'll start with Chicago Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras, uh, who has eight home runs, 21 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 254 with an 810 OPS. His home run fly ball rate is 28.6 percent, which is awfully high uh, and probably not going to last. So uh, the, the challenge here is that uh, if you're going to move a catcher, uh, you, you don't want to end up with just a replacement level catcher in return. And uh, that, that is where the, the kind of rubber meets the road here is it, it will depend uh, on what you can get back in return for Wilson Contreras. Uh, St. Louis center fielder Dylan Carlson uh, is, he only has three home runs. So the, the selling high is not on, on the three home runs. Uh, and, the, the issue is he's hitting 286 with an 801 OPS. He scored 26 runs. Uh, so there's some appeal there at the same time. Uh, as I say, only three home runs, hasn't homered since uh, uh, early in April, uh, has no stolen bases, uh, which is inconsistent with uh, what we saw from him in the minors. Uh, but he also has a 379 batting average on balls in play. And his hard hit rate is only 24.5%, which is quite low. Uh, and so uh, looking at Carlson having sort of respectable numbers uh, at this point, uh, he has respectable numbers that are inflated. And, and so I'd, I'd be a little concerned about Dylan Carlson uh, moving forward. Uh, Chicago White Sox DH, Yermin Mercedes, big in the news this week for uh, for crushing a Williams Estudio 47 mile an hour uh, pitch. Uh, but there are reasons here that you want you might want to kind of capitalize on Mercedes' uh, great start. Uh, now, he does have six home runs, 25 RBIs. Uh, he has a 358 batting average and a 960 OPS. So that, you know, the... The, the balls have been uh, falling in here for Mercedes. He has a 406 batting average on balls in play, and that's, that's not going to last, uh, it, particularly because his hard hit rate is only 25%. Uh, and so I'm, uh, if you can capitalize and, and get some real value for Mercedes, uh, you know, kind of bank uh, what you've uh, received from him so far this season uh, and then see if he can uh, provide you further value uh, down the road. Uh, now to we've got some pitchers uh, to consider selling high, and how about Baltimore's John Means, uh, who's he's four and zero with a one point seven zero ERA, uh, but his strain rate ninety six point five percent. So remember we were talking about uh, guys like uh, Dylan Bundy, whose strain rate was like fifty seven percent. That's at the very low end. Well, John Means is right up at the top end, up at ninety six point five percent, and has a one eighty eight batting average on balls in play. So so those two things aren't going to last. Uh, and his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.66. So it's not as though John Means is actually terrible. This is John Means is a good pitcher, uh, maybe not a Hall of Fame pitcher, which is you know what what you see uh, with his 1.70 ERA. So uh, th- again, this is not yes you must unload John Means. It's if John Means can get you uh, some real value in trade, uh, it's probably worth exploring. Uh, San Francisco's Anthony DiSclefani. He's four and one with a 2.03 ERA, uh, and that comes as a result of a 220 batting average on balls in play, an 88.1% strand rate, uh, and his expected fielding independent independent pitching is 3.75. Uh, and so 
Di Sclafani had a disaster of a season in 2020. Uh, he was bound uh, to be better this year, and, and he has been. Uh, but now we've kind of swung the pendulum uh, too much the other way uh, because you can't expect that this is how he's going to pitch for the entire season. Even if San Francisco is a very pitcher-friendly park and uh, a good place for pitchers to rehab their reputations, uh, I would expect that uh, Di Sclafani's numbers are going to uh, get worse uh, as the season progresses. So if you can capitalize on that value now, Uh, by all means. Uh, Sticking in San Francisco, Kevin Gosman. Uh, As I said, he's 4-0 with a 1.66 ERA, but has a 213 batting average on balls of play, 87.3% strand rate. Now his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.18. So the expectation here should be that Kevin Gosman is still an ace caliber pitcher, uh, but again, not a a, uh, Cy Young Hall of Fame uh, caliber pitcher. Uh, Miami starting pitcher Trevor Rogers, uh, 6-2, 1.74 ERA, uh, and it, you know what? The kind of credit here to Rogers is that his batting average on balls in play is 283, which is not, you know, there, that's not some aberration that, that can't last. He could, you could easily keep that uh, batting average on balls in play like that all season. But his strain rate is 86.9%, uh, and his expected fielding independent pitching is 3.31. So again, in the case of Rogers, yes, you should expect him to be a good pitcher uh, moving forward. But we're, we're, there's a difference between a good pitcher and a guy who's rocking a 1.74 ERA. Uh, and one more pitcher, uh, and a pretty high-end one, is Milwaukee's Brandon Woodruff. Woodruff is only 2-2, two and two, but he has a 1.58 ERA, uh, and that comes on uh, the heels of a 195 batting average on balls in play, 83.3% strand rate. Uh, and Woodruff is another one who you should expect to be a good pitcher uh, moving forward. His expected fielding independent pitching is 2.96, uh, but right now it's sitting at 1.58. And so uh, if you could... Uh, move Woodruff and uh, and be able to get people to pay retail prices on his performance so far, uh, you might be able to find some value. Now, every episode, I offer up one player who is uh, rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, and maybe it's somebody you need to race to the waiver wire to get to beat the competition, or somebody that you uh, can put on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. And today, we're going to offer up Boston Red Sox veteran left-handed pitcher Martin Perez. He's only 1-2, but he does have a 3.40 ERA, and his strikeout rate is up. Uh, This year, it's up to 8.4 strikeouts per nine, which does get him into the fantasy discussion, uh, at least when he's got uh, favorable opposition. In his past four starts, Perez has a 1.61 ERA, 1.12 whip, 22 strikeouts in 22 and a third innings. It's not bad. Uh, And he's rostered in just 6% of Yahoo leagues. Now, a few injury updates. Uh, We've got the Mets' Pete Alonso. Uh, day-to-day with a wrist injury. Uh, the Mets moved Dominic Smith uh, in from left field to first base. And Cameron Mabin uh, has found himself back in the major leagues. He's in left field uh, for the Mets. Seattle outfielder and second baseman Dylan Moore is on the 10-day injured list with a calf injury. Now, now Moore was hitting like 172 uh, at the time of his injury, uh, but he's pretty good home run and stolen base threat. Uh, so he has more fantasy value than, uh, than he's prov- been providing in real value for the Mariners. Uh, it looks like uh, Donovan Walton, Jack Mayfield uh, might be able to fill in at second base uh, for the Mariners in, in the meantime. Uh, neither of those are terribly exciting. Uh, Chicago Cubs right fielder Jason Hayward dealing with a hamstring injury. Chris Bryant uh, can handle right field uh, with Matt Duffy uh, in at third base for the Cubs. Uh, a couple of pitchers, uh, Tampa Bay's uh, Luis Patino uh, left his start with a finger laceration and is already on the 10-day injured list. Uh, and Pittsburgh starter Trevor Cahill had to leave uh, his Wednesday start with a leg injury. Maybe uh, if, if Cahill is going to miss uh, some time, Miguel Yashura uh, could get a start uh, or two uh, for the Pirates. Now there's only one uh, matchup uh, that I am interested in really for, uh, 
for value in terms of uh, betonline.ag's odds, we've got uh, game two of the doubleheader between uh, Minnesota Twins and the LA Angels. Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twins, minus 116 uh, at the Angels' Griffin Canning. Uh, Canning has been fairly uh, inconsistent uh, to this point, and so getting Barrios at that price I think is worthwhile, particularly against Angels' lineup missing Mike Trout. Uh, so uh, short and sweet, but thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, let's grab a couple of uh, DFS value plays for the Thursday evening action. Uh, we'll start with Atlanta catcher William Contreras, who's $3,700 uh, going against Pittsburgh, who's got Will Crow on the mound. Uh, Contreras is hitting 256 with three home runs in, in 14 games since getting called up, has a 907 OPS. Uh, certainly at that price, uh, does offer some upside. Now, Miami first baseman Jesus Aguiar is $4,300 uh, at Philadelphia with Vince Velasquez on the mound. Uh, Aguiar is uh, surging in, in terms of uh, power production uh, this month. Uh, Dodgers second base and shortstop Gavin Lux, another one who's surging. Uh, his uh, He's $3,600 uh, going against Arizona with Merrill Kelly uh, on the mound. Uh, and Arizona outfielder Josh Rojas is $3,300 uh, going against uh, the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are running jo- uh, Jimmy Nelson, uh, but uh, that that seems like he's uh, an opener, and they're just going to roll through the bullpen there. But Rojas, uh, getting to play regularly, has been uh, one of the more productive hitters in baseball over the past month. Uh, and that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. I will be back tomorrow uh, with streaming options for next week. Uh, and also check out the Locked on Fantasy Hockey podcast. Uh, the playoffs are here, and we're having lots of fun with that. Uh, maybe drop in a five-star rating on iTunes if you like. Uh, otherwise, check out Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Man, that ball got out of here in a hurry. You know, anything travels that far, I'd have a damn stewardess on it, don't you think?